It's going to lead into that thing. Lead into that thing. Starting the show now. How's it going, eh? It's going okay. Excellent. I like these numerous starts. What? These I mean, don't know that not at all, like, uh, spontaneously with it a show or something. Uh, it's a disaster. They they now know that it's a disaster, but they wouldn't if, if you hadn't uh, said anything. They wouldn't have known. I don't know. This, the, the, the few people who listen to the show are probably quite astute of uh, our, our editing techniques. Absolutely. The um, Earth people are loving this right now. <laughs> All killer, no filler, everybody. <laughs> so what's the... We, we we have a show. Look, this is our first double-digit show. Huzzah! We're... we're Insert we're... Um, crowd noise here. And fanfare. I'm Marcus. I am James. This show is just called... It's just called Two Brothers. That's true. I should probably fuck it up once in the beginning, just so that we can do that joke, but... Once. I get tired of it. <laughs> Uh, so we're tween now. Yeah, I guess we are. I have to uh, consider what tween means. But so is that ten, eleven, twelve? Yeah, is that tween? I believe. Okay, double That's... digits, but not teen. I think. I mean, you know, it's there. It's anything from <laughs> eight to twelve. Yeah, mm-hmm, I, I, mm-hmm. I'm not really sure if there's a hard definition, but yeah, they generally go ten, eleven, twelve. I think. Righto. Um, okay, shall we get it right into this? We could. In a, to a topic. Well, since we already have established that we're, we're no more mature than we were in the, in the single digits. <laughs> let's um, let's in that just case, forge ahead. Okay. Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Yeah. Uh, let's do this thing. You saw it. Yeah, because I finally give, saw it. Let's give everybody who hasn't seen it a chance to skip ahead. And I will, um, we'll, we'll have the Siri voice do a, an amount that you should skip ahead. Um, maybe in 30 second blocks for people with the, with the, the apps that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, fast forward 15 or 30 at a time. Yeah. So, so Starting, if you want to avoid, yeah, if you want to avoid spoilers, we're going to spoil it immediately and then maybe yeah. we'll wrap up with some general things. Yes. Let's just do that. Okay. okay. Starting now. 17 minutes to time. 20 minutes. 16 seconds. Okay, so it's almost like I'll do the the, the negative stuff first. Uh, that my I got a lot of problems with you people, and then uh, <laughs> then work backwards from that. I have um, no problems with this whatsoever. <laughs> that's no, hilarious. you know that's not true. <laughs> um, it's almost like the director took Peter Jackson lessons, and the director is I don't know Ryan Johnson. All right, who did um, a little film called Brick. Which Never was, heard of it. That, well, it's amazing. It's a uh, it's a neo noir um, thing. That, does that make sense? Yeah. So you know what film noir is, obviously. Sure. Uh, so this is a this is a I was going to say recollection. It's an homage of a sort, but it, it I think it goes beyond that in um, sort of taking the tropes of that genre and creating something new with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said it in a, a contemporary high school. And uh, yeah, it's very it's very blue and moody, and man, is it good! I really enjoyed that a lot. I like noir in general, but 
to mm-hmm. see people do it in a contemporary context is fantastic. Can't get enough of it. All right. Um, at, at any rate, so he's the guy. I, he's the guy. Yeah. So you know, he's he's out to break new ground when he can. Unfortunately, um, <laughs> he took Peter Jackson lessons, and there's just um, way too many uh, narrow escapes, way, way too many you know no way situations. It should have ended far earlier than that, or not have as many like ridiculously uh, narrow escapes. Agreed. Um, this or, is this is my problem. I, I'm not. I I wasn't so down on the narrow escapes as I was on the length of time before the narrow escapes. Mm-hmm. So the 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 chase hijinks mm-hmm. and the setup to narrow escapes, I thought, right. were, yeah. were over long. And I don't know, I don't know what that's about. It's, it, I don't know if he's trying to sort of make a Star Wars film, if there was pressure on him, you know, after he did the script to say, hey, you know, there's not enough of blah in it. I mean, I have coworkers who complain that there weren't enough good fights. Oh, uh, I hear about that. But I um, think, <laughs> yeah. So the, um, it's like they have to build up the, the, um, the scenes that they can make a ride out of. At the studio, at the um, theme parks, I suppose. So, yeah. Well, oh, in, okay, the, so... in the bombing run, it starts right away. Okay, first of all, let me ask: Did you have a problem with the phone call? The phone call? Yeah. Which phone call? Oh, the phone call. Holding for Hux. <laughs> um, a little bit. It was it was funny. Yeah. Um, but it kind of took me out of the the situation. Yeah, it kind of it, took me out of the film a little bit. It didn't until the your mama joke. When it was when it oh when it turned into your, oh your mom. Uh, then I was then it took, yeah. I was like I was fine up to then. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in agreement on that situation. <laughs> it was odd. Um yeah. it was more of a Guardians of the Galaxy type joke, I think. Right. Than a Star Wars joke. But But um, in a in a yeah. prescient move and I'm sorry, I'm hijacking your problems. It's okay. Uh in a in a prescient move uh a uh, a uh, uh, forecasting, right, of what the rest of the movie tended toward. Did she really have to Kick the ladder that many times, yeah, to get the medallion to fall. Right. Holy! Oh, the the remote. Sorry, uh-huh. the remote to fall. Really, just just a couple, man. Come on. Uh-huh. Yeah, if it's gonna fall, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna fall soon. <laughs> I think it was three. Uh, at least, bink, yeah. Bink, bink. Yeah. At least three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. So more, yeah, more no, problems. no. This is a this is the same <laughs> thing. This we are uh, both. Proclaiming our uh, our negative yes situations, um, and, and then to be the fair, we're old. The casino, yeah, that's true. You know, the, I didn't like the Lego Movie <laughs> because it was too much. It was ridiculously um, uh, chaotic and uh, well, not chaotic exactly. Just so much happening in every single shot. Well, did you like the Lego Batman Movie? Uh, uh, never saw it uh, okay. uh, again. But uh, but amazing, quiet you. Ama- oh, they don't know that. You need to be quiet because I already edited that part out of your section of the conversation. We'll see. Much like this portion that I just <laughs> edited out. Um, there's so much happening in every shot that you would have to watch it like 10 times. And they assume that kids are going to watch it 10 or 100 times anyway. I suppose. So you could see something new all the time. That's prequelitis um, too, right? George yeah, stuck yeah. so much in every frame. Mm-hmm. So, um, the, yeah, it's impressive but kind of irritating. Um, at any rate, the um, the Millennium Falcon doing the same move to get out of the of the canyon, you know. But that's what <laughs> Millennium Falcon's best at, you know, because of its shape. So, eh, yes, eh. It's been. 
I think it's every movie that the ship is in after Star Wars itself. From Empire on, mm-hmm. I think every time we see the Falcon, it does that. I guess it's only four times, though. Yeah, but that's what uh, Chewie and, and um, before him, Han, or both of them, yeah. um, knew they had to take it into a canyon area because it was at its adv- best advantage yeah. than just being out. Right. Even though it could make the Kessel run in less than 12 parsecs. Yeah. Or, or, um, but, it, you know, the dump of the pilots comes through then because really all you have to do is go up, <laughs> fly over the canyon, just yeah. track the thing, and then when it comes out, blast them. Exactly, yeah. The same. Stupid that wouldn't pie. work in, in, in Force Awakens because they were inside the ship, of course. But hey. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is minutia we don't need for okay. a half-hour show. Um, <laughs> that's true. Moving on. Um, okay, I, there may have been a couple other little things, but uh, mostly really good. I love the idea of um, the, uh, that they didn't spend a huge amount of time on cutesy humor like they had in, uh, say, Return of the Jedi right. or most of the prequels. Um, the little penguin creatures were a little overdone. The lip twitch with the, how dare you, you know, you're going to eat my people with Chewie. Let's be fair, they're porks. Okay. <laughs> um, that was a little much, but still a little funny. But mostly the they were... The lip, I thought, yeah. was stupid, but yeah. other than yeah. that. Other than that, they, they were fine. They were fine, and they, they came back, I thought, in the previews when they showed it, that it was more of a um, uh, a character. Mm-hmm. You know, that was going to be a character that was like the new sidekick yeah. of, uh, of Chewie, but then it turns out there were more of them. So that was, that was funny. They kept on being underfoot. Well, funny I try stuff. not to watch trailers of stuff I know I'm going to see. The, yeah, I couldn't help but see that. spoilery these days. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't, want to I didn't watch yeah. uh, trailers for that same reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't help but see a, a blurb, a clip, uh, before you get the pause I, button and skip ahead button. Yeah. I so. did pretty well, but sure. Anyway. Moving on. So, yeah, lots of humor. Uh, it was it was good, and um, and mostly well placed. I didn't care. Uh, I think you and I just mentioned a little bit about the casino scene. Uh, some people are hmm. like, "Hey, that's too PC or whatever." <laughs> hating the hating on the too rich. political. Too political is this yeah. thing. Like, hey, man, truth is truth. Just because it happens to be coming out <laughs> in our current situation doesn't mean it's not sure. a constant in the. <laughs> in the world and then uh i loved mark hamill more than ever uh, before in this Mm. movie i just thought he was fantastic i think this i know people would be upset to hear me say this is the best thing he's ever done but Mm -hmm. um i i I enjoy his joker but uh it's so over the top you know it's it's yeah that's a separate this was a, a much more rounded character Mm hmm so He's intense and he's tender and he's cynical and he's funny. I, I don't know, cavalier. Yeah, he's he is funny. This is a mm-hmm. this is a really well done send off. Mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. I do too. Um, I thought he was just uh, absolutely great. And I wanted to um, <laughs> I wanted to I, I was raising my hands in the air, you know, in triumph at a, a couple of spots in there. Um, one of which was when the music started at the very beginning. I was like, yes! I felt much more ready for this than The Force Awakens, strangely. And, I'm, and I like this one much more than The Force Awakens. So I was very happy about that. Um, Did now, you... Go ahead. Uh, since we, we have sort of a, a B-roll as a mu- uh, music podcast, um, mm-hmm. did, I didn't find the music, the score, all that memorable, frankly. 
Um, the things that I no, I didn't either. Um, I I thought it was pretty clever. Uh, some of the some of the motifs that he brought back in mm-hmm. um, here and there, and of course the uh, the music similar to the asteroid battle uh, was brought back in when the Falcon was flying around in the canyon there, I believe. And uh, those little things I noticed were mostly motifs from previous films. Right. Mm. Anyway, either way. Any other uh-huh. criticisms? Um, I can't think of any off the top of my head. I know I had some, uh, but but mostly really pretty enjoyable. The main thing was the, the distraction of too many narrow escapes and or, as you were saying, the build-ups were too long to those right. to those narrow escapes. So that just kind of overemphasized, I thought. But, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, the, the good... Um, yeah, as you say, that... The entire centerpiece of the film is Mark Hamill on, um, uh, damn, what's the planet, the, the thing, the, the Jedi home base <laughs> Insert Jedi home base planet the Jedi, name here. The, the first Jedi temple fish guardian planet. Um, yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Well, I, I'm not into the, the lore as much, yeah. Yeah. I guess it's irrelevant. It, it doesn't matter right now. Uh, that whole sequence was the best thing in the film and it it mm-hmm. made the rest of the film better because i i sort of pushed minor criticisms to the side because i loved that whole thing so much mm-hmm. um especially the yoda sequence you know yoda returns yoda <laughs> is a puppet again yeah that was interesting. yoda too. is frank oz again yeah not just the voice i, I you know he does the voice but uh, you know oh did he puppeteer yoda as well yeah, I think so. Oh, interesting. Um, okay. Well, I think cause that's why he went to the premiere. Yeah. Um, I, guess, I haven't looked at the credits, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it only stands to reason because it was fantastic. It was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Very he was brilliant. a little bit... Um, is he aging as a ghost, too? He seemed a little more uh, old man-ish. Uh, excuse me, that's speciest. Old Yoda-ish than even before. Uh, not in the decrepit sort of way. Just his, his mouth shape and... And uh, so forth, but maybe I'm just remembering the CGI version where he was CGI'd to be younger. I don't think so, though. Maybe I mean they. I'm sure they would have had to recreate him, mm-hmm. so he wouldn't be perfect to what you saw in the first two films. Yeah, but maybe also it was just because he was a little more full of whimsy, mm-hmm. so they they brought that out. Yeah, which I missed. Yeah, I missed mm-hmm. trickster. Yeah, goofball Yoda. Yeah, I wasn't as. The the page turner <laughs> reference I'm not quite sure about, but um, but yeah, the the sentiment is fine. Like that's mm-hmm. what I that's what I liked. the The thing that bugged me is that they spent all this time and setup burning down the temple, telling Luke nothing. You know, it, don't, that those, that those that, don't matter. Yeah, that the the lore yeah. and the trappings of this religion aren't the important thing, and that you know what's what you bring to you know your Jediism, <laughs> you know the Force is a kind of teacher in itself. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, but then, and you forge a new path. Like this is we've we have failed so many times. You know, at maybe more than we've succeeded, and you know this hasn't helped. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's not the answer to continue this path. And then at the end. Ray has all the books. Yeah. <laughs> so, d- d- aren't you yeah. undercutting that point? Yes. I don't like it. Yes, you are. I don't like what J.J. Abrams might do with it. I'd rather mm-hmm. he just burned it all down. <laughs> no more books for you. 
Yeah. Well, oh, except it, for this hidden cache that Maz had along with a lightsaber. <laughs> they belong in a museum. Oh, crossover episode. Yes. Uh, so. You know what? Um, remember that time uh, earlier in this podcast when we told people they might be skipping ahead in 30-second uh, mm-hmm. increments? Mm-hmm. That's a lot of 30-second increments. It's true. Because basically it's uh, <laughs> 15 to 18 minutes of spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll have to uh, insert that yeah, at the right. beginning. We might go a little long. Um, yeah. Let's. Um, We're going to so move on. I, I just want to wrap up this, yeah. this little thing. That, um, it's very Buddhist. Oh yeah, that's come yeah, around sure. to it. You know, it's, sure. it it was, wow. What what would I compare it to? Uh, Catholic in the the amount of dogma that it was mm-hmm. sort of building up. Yeah, and uh, the the idea of demigods, which I really hate, mm-hmm. that your genetics are what determines your um, yeah. prowess with the force. Right, right. That's no good. When in the beginning, you know, we we all believed that, you know, maybe we could do this too. Mm-hmm. But no, eh, if you have enough midichlorians, it's just yeah. there. Lame. They um, need to pretend that that never existed, right. much like the original yes. uh, Ewok music. Um, yeah, um, the forces. The force is strong with this one. Okay, some people have it. Uh, you know, like yeah. um, like a Mozart. You know, they can be a prodigy or yes. be more attuned to a certain type of thinking or awareness. Sure. But everybody could learn to some degree. Right. Yeah. But it's I'm sort probably. of a natural thing, like. You know, Mozart has that innate talent that he nurtured, uh, you know, and his father nurtured on on Sure, yeah, yeah, from from birth practically, yeah. Yeah, so, yes, you've got this thing, you don't know how it got there, but, you know, it's just at the back of your soul somewhere, you know? Yeah. And it only takes a little bit of instruction and insight to bring it out. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, here's Yoda telling Luke, he needs to trust in that natural instinct again. Mm-hmm. You know, not that you know, lore is nothing, but that it got in the way. Yeah, if you get too too bogged down in it, um, you have to st- step back and say, wait a second, where did that come from? Right, it wasn't always written. Yes, and just a no. little note about the casino thing, and because it seems like that's most critics' problem with it, mm. and uh, it was way too long. Agreed, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but. Um, the, the 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 idea that they're leaving slave children behind instead mm-hmm. of rescuing them when yeah. they rescue the animals I saw yeah. all over the place. <laughs> uh, it was in the Hello Internet review. They are on a dangerous mission. They are going back to a probably doomed fleet, mm-hmm. and they're just there's no point in taking kids into that situation. They did what exactly what they had to do. Mm-hmm. They gave them a glimpse of a future outside of indentured servitude or slavery. They inspired them and they left them to carry on, you know, the the resistance. Yeah, they didn't That's rescue all the they animals. Could do. They didn't no, rescue they did, the animals to. No, those things are going to be rounded up anyway. They didn't rescue the animals <laughs> just to rescue them. They rescued right. them in the sense for, for that they rescue. needed some transportation. And a diversion. And a, okay, yeah. Um, it makes diversion. me also uh, appreciate Rogue One. And holy moly, that's a good film. I l- just, uh, I really, really like Rogue One. I've you seen are, it three and a half times. Very divided now. on it. It's yeah. so good. Mm. I liked it, mm. but um, yeah, that's. Uh... It's tough. You got to be in the right headspace, or rather, not in the wrong headspace. <laughs> right. But uh, sure. boy, is it good. And now, I there are some things I have problems with that, mostly in the early stage. 
Yeah, but, let's do uh, another podcast about that. <laughs> all right, moving on. Um, moving on. So, uh, oh, sorry, insert record scratch here. Um, I was, I did a little, uh, drawing, a little doodle of, um, of the baby riding in a box and sent that to you, uh, mm-hmm. texted that to you yesterday. And it made me wonder, since you're, uh, the artiste, um, the trained artist, what's the deal with, say, cartooning? This is just terms, art terms, cartooning versus drawing versus illustration versus you tell me. Oh. Um, in broad terms, uh, drawing is, um, the act. Okay. So drawing is, um, moving a, a tool Mm -hmm. across a surface to make a mark. Okay. So drawing is not necessarily a category of art. No. Well, that's just a drawing. It is, but it's, it's, that's Uh. just a, it's a casual reference. Okay. So what about cartoon? Versus an illustration, say. Well, cartooning is generally um, lines, outlines of figures. Sorry, cat sneezing mm-hmm, going mm-hmm. on in the background. Yeah, oh, that uh, lines, uh, outlines of objects and people mm-hmm. um, has been transformed to mean, um, you know, exaggerated or um, caricatured forms as well. Mm-hmm. That's that's what it sort of means now. Um, in the 16th century, um, you know, fresco artists did, uh, used cartoons on paper to uh, outline their 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 surfaces for the fresco to outline yeah. the figu- mm-hmm. figures and and objects and scenes. Yeah. Uh, insert uh, the entire soundtrack for the agony and the ecstasy here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, that was uh, a, a part of the. What was it? Oh, Charlton Heston's uh, part as Michelangelo, right? In the Agony and the Ecstasy. I haven't seen it. So did they show I, him I, putting paper on the wall? Yeah, and yeah. He he and it? his um, staff uh-huh. were doing that when they were when he was doing the Sistine Chapel. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, the, I we just saw it recently. Um, had never seen it until very recently, like maybe a month ago, and um, the Agony and the Ecstasy in the sense that. Uh, he really didn't want to do that project, and they kind of forced him, and he got pissed off numerous times and had to get, get cajoled back into doing it, so on. But, but they spent a fair amount of time on the techniques of, uh, of making his art, sculpting is included, um, and it's almost like a documentary setup, you know, with the, a voiceover, a narrator at the beginning talking about how Michelangelo was trained and, and um, showing some scenes of where they got the marble and things like that. So it was interesting. Mm-hmm. There and then Rex Harrison is the Pope who who was a kind of a war. Oh, sorry, spoiler alerts, people from <laughs> the Agony of the Ecstasy from well, I don't know when that was, nineteen sixty, <laughs> something like that. Um, and he he is a kind of a bully. So well, he was yeah, very it, forthright. Not... Like he he was very sure of himself and his work. The like right the way along, as far as I know. Are you talking about Michelangelo? Michelangelo, yeah. So yeah. really confident. Oh, absolutely. Oh, who were you? Sorry, I... I, <laughs> I was mentioning Rex Harrison as the Pope. As the Pope, uh, but, of course, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah but but no, Charles Cle- Heston as Michelangelo. Clearly an asshole. Yeah. Clearly an asshole. But then yeah. so was Michelangelo by all accounts. He, yes, yeah, very, as you say, um, he knew what he could do, 
Mm -hmm. And so he assumed, not assumed, he demanded a certain kind of um, deference, sorry, deference. Thank you. To himself. And um, yeah. So they butted heads. And, and how could you disagree? Well, yeah, that, that's a that's a level like who else of are you gonna get to do it? That has you know stood to like five hundred years. Yep. So yeah, sure. It's uh, he knew. I, I his vision obviously was you know much clearer and grander than Julius. Certainly, yes, <laughs> absolutely, it was, and it turned so he out. Fought so for, he fought for the thing that he knew it could be the what you know the thing he knew he could do well it was like i don't want to do this but <laughs> i'm doing it and it's going to be yeah. magnificent because that's what i do i could right. not he couldn't not be great well he preferred sculpture like that's what yeah. he really you know hungered for sure and this was you know more painting like he wasn't i i don't know i feel like that's why it's so mannerist he wasn't it's just he created his his own sort of style you know mm-hmm. as you like he wasn't he was interested in portraying ideas in his painting, whereas he... Uh, no, that's not true. He was definitely interested in portraying ideas in his sculpture, too, because David uh, bears that out, right? The mm-hmm. distortions of David are yeah. completely uh, uh, molded, well, completely sculpted, uh, with the viewer in mind and the placement yeah. in mind. Mm-hmm. So you're, mm-hmm. you know, he knew where people would be standing and how they would see it and what they would see when they looked up and all the various figurative distortions mm-hmm. are part of that scheme. Yeah. But that vision is, uh, you know, more difficult to do in a, in a flat medium. If you're, if you're scheming yeah. that out, you know, right, Trump right, right. Loyal is all geared to that, you know, and, and some of it you have to view from a very specific point. Otherwise it mm-hmm. looks like garbage mm-hmm. or nothing or, you know, just strange colors and lines. What was that thing that you said about Trump? Trump, <laughs> I try not to. Uh-huh. Um, Trump lawyer, the the uh, French for fooly eye. It's uh, oh okay. It's a sort of a a, a painting of a mural that makes it look like it's a larger world. So you know, like you could step into it, basically mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Realism, right. naturalism to the point that your eye believes that it's a real place out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I I may have seen that term at some point, but I yeah I think I know uh, what you're talking about. Is I've seen examples of that style. Sure. Yeah. Um, so illustration. <laughs> moving on. Yeah. Uh, drawing is the act, and if you you know just go back to the word, uh, what is to draw? It's to move across. So, and then uh, illustration is generally um, image that accompanies a a, a text. Ah, okay. That's traditionally the the definition. It's mm-hmm. it's become a bit broader than that because there are illustrative styles that people mm-hmm. still kind of call illustration. You know, it, it's um, it's not often meant to stand alone. It's meant to accompany uh, other things. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So there you go. Sounds good. See, that degree was totally worth it. Absolutely. <laughs> um, we are uh, we're we're running against the limit. All right. Well, in that case, uh, join us next week when James learns how to be twote. Because I don't know how Twitter works, and whenever I see a thing now, pops here's up. how Twitter. I'll tell you. Here's here's how Twitter works. Right? You log into Twitter. Yeah. You read a few tweets. You become enraged. Two hours later, you log off in frustration. Uh, it's more like um, twenty seconds 
at most for me. <laughs> but I don't even... The only person I'm following is you oh. through the ICJ2B uh, Twitter account. I see. So that pops up because you, you commanded me to, uh, to get a Twitter. I did. Um, that's, very, that's very insistent. <laughs> so, so then your tweets pop up. I'm assuming they're your tweets. And it says, you have two things. And so I look on there, mm. and uh, it doesn't go off right away. You know, it just says, like, the number two on the, on the Twitter icon on my phone. <laughs> I'm like, I must clear this. Right. But then it says your, your name and the, um, your little handle mm-hmm. extra stuff. And then there's some, I don't know if that's a link down there or what the heck that is. Yeah, it's a, it's a link because um, I have my blog post to <sighs> my Twitter account. Okay. So whenever I upload it, it posts to Twitter. All right. And then I have, you know, I, I sort of made a tweet, one tweet uh, about a show that we published. Mm-hmm. And, um, boy, that took it out of me, man. Yeah. I was mentally exhausted trying, <laughs> trying to figure out how to get that to go through and then trying to link it to our show. And ugh, I don't care for it. No. I'll tell you that right now. I don't blame you. It's uh, full of toxic waste. No, that's not it. It's just the act of I mean, actually is, but... understanding how it all, yeah. how it works, uh, you know, technically. Okay. It, it changes when you follow enough people. You go looking for people you like. Nope, nope, nope. that's they... not what I'm talking about. No, what are you talking about? I'm talking about the physical act of tweeting oh. or figuring out how to get it to do, like Facebook, for example, is way easier mm-hmm. to actually make a post hmm. of something that I like or share something, yeah. whatever. Um, with Twitter, just to send a message, mm-hmm. um, it's not like just texting. There's a whole procedure that you have to figure out. Mm. So you, you generally just click on the right button and then type in a type in a message and send it. Yeah, if there's if that's all you want to do, but if there's mm-hmm. a, a a link or a picture or whatever, mm-hmm. then it's a whole other ballgame. Um, so. Yeah, I guess so. You just um, you copy the link. Say something about it, and then put the URL at the end of the message. Hmm. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll talk after the show. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, uh, sometime during <laughs> between shows, people, right. you will uh, you'll either see more than one tweet or less than one tweet <laughs> from me. <laughs> yeah, you ain't missing nothing. Depending on how successful I am at uh, figuring out the tweeting. Well, the irony is I've been trying to get rid of as much of the social media as possible in my, my, my social media addiction. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to be on there less yep. this, this year. That's what it's about. I did, the, I, did you watch the John Green video that I put in the link, put in the nah. show notes? Nah. Uh, do that. Okay. There's another one following that that I like as well, and I just need to watch them over and over to remind myself mm-hmm. that um, this isn't serving me as well as I would like. All right. But for everybody who li- for everybody who likes Twitter, um, it's, hey it's people, there. you can you can enjoy Twitter all you want. I have no problem with Twitter existing. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand how to use it. So yeah. we'll it's frustrating. Uh, meantime, uh, you can contact us on Twitter at ijc2b <laughs> at ijc2b, and then and then you could also send us an email, which I would prefer myself uh, at ijc2bs at gmail.com. That one I've been using since 2005. I'm down with the nice. Gmail. And uh, I just uh, I made our Facebook page this morning, so you will oh, be hey, able to go to facebook.com slash IJC2B and uh, find us there. 
or um, you could search for it's just called Two Brothers, but there are a surprising number of pages already called that. <laughs> well, we we shall absorb them all um, <laughs> when we become the Juggernaut podcast. That in we, fairness, we know least, it will become. In fairness, at least one is a Rick and Morty uh, fan site, so fan page. Ah, well, they deserve it because mm-hmm. that's kind of where we got ours. Um, so. Kinda, <laughs> kinda, ladies and gentlemen. Or is it? Question mark. <laughs> hey, I've been Marcus. I have been James. And uh, it's just called Two Brothers. Indeed. Oh, there's the music. So that means that we need to wrap it up, folks. So, uh, well, you know, th- bye. <laughs>